Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Adrian, and Matt talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question about why though. Before we get started, if you haven't rated, reviewed, and subscribed to us on iTunes or wherever you're listening, please pause and go do it. It really helps us out and it's the easiest way to support us. But if you want to support us a little bit more, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash butwhythopc. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, and today we're doing an amazing crossover episode with Carolyn from So Here's What Happens. I'm Kate, and... I'm Carolyn. And we're going to be talking about K-dramas today, Mm -hmm. and talking about how great they are, and our favorites, and everything that we can fit into an hour's worth of content. Although I'm sure we can make like 10 different episodes on all the K-dramas. For sure. Sure. Um, so why don't you give everybody a rundown on where uh, where they can find you and where you're from. Okay, so you guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at CarrieCNH12, C-A-R-R-I-E-C-N-H-1-2. I'm always on Twitter. You can also find our podcast, or here's what happened on the But Why The Podcast community um, internet page. And yeah, those are the main places you can reach me. I'm always tweeting about film, television, and randomness, and yeah, no, K-dramas a lot, like a lot of K-dramas, you'll find me talking about them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And to start off the show, I want to say that Carolyn brought me into this beautiful world of K-dramas. Um, <laughs> um, so we can start here and just, if we want to talk about like the first show that we got that got us into it and... Okay, so for me, what started me in Korean dramas was... Years ago, back in my Barbados, I, I saw like a couple, don't ask me the names, I don't remember, but they're like the old school K-dramas, um, K and I always remember the tropes about if you someone started coughing randomly or got a nosebleed, you knew they were going to die. Like, that was such a trope. Like, some people just randomly get a nosebleed, you'd be like, she has a brain tumor. Or they start coughing. Oh my gosh. You're like, <laughs> you're like she's going to die. Uh, that was years <laughs> ago, so then I didn't watch any because we didn't have the channels anymore. And then like two years ago... I watched, um, yeah, 2017, I was like, okay, you know what, I want to get back into K-dramas. And the first one I tried watching was Stronger Dubansun. And I say try because I could not get into how they do the shows where, like, they, you have the sound effects and, like, you get, like, the little, like, you literally see, like, emojis and hard eyes and this kind of stuff and, like, the graphics. And I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And I, so I kind of, like, cut out, like, within 20 minutes of the first episode. But then I tried <laughs> um, uh, Black. And I oh. love Black. Black is, like, a supernatural... Um, it's fantasy, but it's more... I think it's more of a supernatural horror genre show. And yeah, because it's like a Grim Reaper. Yeah, so. he's he's a Grim Reaper, right? And that one, and I'm going to look up the name. I should have looked him up before because the actor is, he is so damn fine. 
Oh, he's gorgeous in that all black That's suit. what hooked me. I am not going mm. to lie to you. That is what <laughs> hooked me. And so I should have probably looked this up before, but it literally didn't occur to me to mention it before. And it's on, available on Netflix. So that's how I got into it. Okay, I'm going to have to I'll add. I'll talk about it later because I can't find the, the link for it um, now. But... I watched that, and then I, I watched a period a period show that starring the same actor called Sam Dan. And it's a period, present day kind of thing because it's like kind of like time travel, and it was done really interesting, and the cinematography is beautiful. So I got back into it. So then I got back, I said, I'm gonna give Stronger Dubon Soon a, a, a second try. And I was hooked from then. <laughs> <laughs> that was what caught my attention. Um, for me, you gave me the recommendation. I had asked for some romances because I was every now and then I go through these like ebbs and flows of I want to watch horror, but now I really just want to watch romances between people and anime wasn't working. I was like, man, you know what? I, I keep I've seen Carolyn post about these K dramas and I've listened to the show and she's recommended a few and I'm just gonna ask her and I asked you for some good romance ones and one of the ones you told me was something in the rain. Yes, and I was like okay, I'm going to try this one. And I tried it. And from the first episode, from the first episode and the moment um, um, Young Hae-in comes on screen, I'm like, oh, oh, be still my heart. He I am is... in love with you. You adorable cinnamon bun. You are perfect. He is adorable. You are too pure for this world and you deserve everything. Um, and I have not stopped watching them since. Uh, and then I, I and we're going to talk about, uh, I have a lot less experience in the world of K-drama than Carolyn. So my list is much shorter. Um, so we're going to get into some of the ones that I've watched after. Mm. But it was one of those that it definitely, for me, felt like a little overwhelming. Like, oh my God, there's so much material here. I don't know where to start. And so kind of having you... Uh, give me that that rec list really helps me okay i'm gonna take these recs i trust your taste <laughs> let's go um so if you're listening and you have not started k-dramas but you're really really interested in getting into them um i say trust our taste we're going to talk about some really good ones today um and i can promise that all of mine are available on netflix or hulu because i have not i've only had a viki subscription for a day <laughs> but it's totally worth it <laughs> Exactly, I my cute my uh my like watch list is already super long. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so let me give you the name of the actor for Black. So the main actor is um Song Seung Hyun, and the main actress is Go Ara. Now I know her from a few other K dramas, and he's also the, he's also in one that came out recently called The Players, and that one is more of a they're like a group of. There is, think of like Ocean's Eleven, but actually better and funnier, <laughs> honestly. It's hilarious, but it's like serious and dark at the same time. Yeah, so that one is also available on Vicky. Um, right, so let's get into it. So which one do we should we talk about first? Uh, do you want to talk about Nuna romances mm. or fantasy? Uh, let's do Nuna because since we both have two of the same, since we both have similar yes. rec uh, re references for, for fantasy, let's do Nuna's first. So, okay. for anyone who does not know, a Nuna romance is a, a romance between either a woman who is of same or close, closely aged to the male love interest or older. So, Nuna means older sister in Korean. 
So Anuna is could be a woman is a woman that you could be related to. She's like your old sister directly, or she's um, a woman that you respect, or, or or someone who's older than you. And in Korea, like age is age means a lot. Like if someone is just a year older than you, they get seniority. So Anuna is a female who has who has a who's older, right? So so that's why they call Anuna romances. And the first one I want to talk about is something in the rain, which is what, which is one that Kate mentioned. And this one stars um, uh, Jung Hae uh, Jung Jung In as So John Hee. So he's the main lead, and the female yes. lead is Son Son Yi Jin as Yoon Jin Ah. Now the reason I watched something yes. in the rain is because of the male lead Jung Hae In. I because I <laughs> saw him in Goblin. Which is one of which is my all-time favorite K drama, and he had a small part. Like he was just literally a cameo. But I was like, "Who is this cutie pie? He's adorable." <laughs> so that's why I started watching it. And so the premise of something in the rain, which came out in twenty eighteen and is available on Netflix, is the series explores the relationship of two people as they go from being just acquaintances, which actually isn't true because they were they were they were they were like closely they were like siblings, siblings right? Because yeah, like, they were, he, they, they grew up was, together. Yeah. To a genuine, yeah, Jun Hee was pretty much like adopted. Basically, by her yeah, but so to a genuine couple. So Yoon Jin Ah, which is the 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 female lead, is a single woman in her thirties who works as a store supervisor in a, in a coffee shop. Despite being, and I would so okay. So let me explain something before I go on. So sometimes for the, the plot synopsis that I find on some um, websites, they're either incomplete or to me they don't say enough about what the, the the story is or the characters because i wouldn't say a coffee shop because it's actually a conglomerate so think of it like uh starbucks and the one for this show is mm-hmm. called coffee bay and she works for the the head office so it's like not just a coffee but to call it a coffee shop kind of like downplays her actual her actual yeah. job description she's actually like a corporate yeah woman. so she actually works in, in the corporate environment and she goes to like different um to different locations to like manage the locations if they have problems so like she has a pretty important job and and then also and so then it goes on to despite being an easygoing person she lives a rather empty life she suddenly feels romantic feelings towards her friend her best friend's younger brother um so Junie, which is played by jung um jung hain uh, a designer at a video game company who just returned from working abroad i.e the, the states so this show where do i begin <laughs> one of the things i love about this show is how they immediately place you into um so Junie's, um not so Junie, into yoon jena's life so you see her working, you see her getting ready for work, you see that she lives with her parents, that she goes to work, and she has um, co-workers that some she gets along with and some she doesn't get, get along with, which is, you know, typical corporate life. But then she she like she's walking to work one morning, and she sees this guy on a bicycle, and he's just riding, and he rides past her, and then he comes around. And I, this, to me, is like... One thing I love about film is how a director can use one, film, one scene to encapsulate, like, the whole entire premise of a film or TV show. And this one scene literally encapsulates their relationship. She's walking and going about her life and he literally just rides past her and loops back around and just changes everything for her. And like, for them it starts so as like, they're, it's like they rekindle their friendship and it's like, you know, not necessarily a little brother and older sister relationship, but it's, but there's like that playfulness because they're comfortable, they're immediately comfortable around each other. It's like he never left. And I love that about them. That's one of the things I love about this couple. They're comfortable with each other, which is something you don't see yeah. often 
Like, there's no antagonism. There's no hesitation. It's like they joke around. They play. And I love the fact that he plays with her. Which is another, which is one of the things that there's two other shows that I love. Um, and it's about, and it's the same thing. Like they, they're comfortable with each other. And I love that the director and the writers gave them that space and that time to just be people and just be comfortable. Like, I just love to see people just like happy. And because I'm the kind of person I would go, I would sing karaoke. I want, if you want to play board games, I would play board games. I would take a Nerf gun and I would chase you around the office, which is a scene, <laughs> which is something that happens in the show. And I, that's like me. That's like the kind of thing. Everything doesn't have to be serious. Yeah. And that was something that, like, immediately drew me into the show was, one, there was, like, there was a realness between them. Um, It didn't seem manufactured or fake. I mean, obviously, it's Mm -hmm. a show. But, like, the acting behind it, there was an empathy built between each other, uh, between them and built between the audience and the people they were watching because they balance each other so Mm -hmm. well in that... um, Jenna is like this really like she's logical and she's working and that's it. And a lot of it is because she hasn't given herself the ability to go beyond it because of uh, familial um, familial restraints and familial um, like filial piety, yeah. essentially. So like um, needing to be there for her family, live for her family. She didn't live life for herself. And then you have Junhee come in and Junhee is like he's just a ball of sunshine. Like that is he how is. I describe him. He, he just he just makes a smile is. every time he comes on screen. You he literally does. smile. It's like, oh my god! And he has like these big ears. So when he <laughs> smiles, his ears move a little bit. It's he's it's just so cute. I love so him much. so much. Um, but he's still but sexy. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, people. He is he still is. sexy. Like whew. he is, and he's able to balance those two things. Um, but like, this is what's really good about it is that like. It feels like a real mm-hmm. romance because, like, when you're going through the joy with them, it's real yes. joy, and they exhibit it. They're jumping, you know, especially, um, especially Jun Hee. He's jumping around like a little kid, and he's giddy and he's happy, and um, and because and um, Jin Ah kind of expresses it in a different way, but you still see it where like there's this happiness shining through this like. Um, this more tough exterior yes. like one of my favorite scenes is when she is just dancing in the that, office at, at that's night me. <laughs> and then and, and then uh jun hee walks in and he just kind of watches her a little bit and there's like he just looks at her like he looks at her with so much love yeah and like that scene so much. just happiness for the fact that she's letting herself be a little bit free mm-hmm. um and on the contrast, when they go through problems and when they go through, like, sadness and a low, you feel that reflected in both characters. And and it's one of the things that really made me know that K-dramas were going to be closer to actual, like, emotions and stuff. And, 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 and they have their own tropes. Like, this is... We'll get, I will get, I will get into them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I loved was Jun Hee was a character who felt all types of emotion. He cried and he yelled and he he didn't. How do I explain it? Um, I guess I'll explain it kind of like I did in my uh, my K drama article that I wrote for the site. Like just when you see American romances, a lot of the times, like when the guy is having a problem in the relationship, he goes and he punches mm. a wall and he walks out of the room, and you don't actually get a lot of time to focus on his character's involvement in the relationship, yeah. but what something in the rain does is you get to see what both of them are putting into it 
and what both of them are taking out of it and how they feel um which just hit me so hard like this is just amazing like i feel like they're real yeah, I do. and i mean Ju- uh, um, uh, Jung Hae-in is just a great actor and he's both, adorable both of them are great like they him. have I think out of all of the K-dramas that I've watched they're probably in my top four couples for chemistry mm-hmm. for how chemistry for, for their chemistry they have chemistry. I want them to be in another show and heck if they want to do a sequel I want because some for some K-dramas you get like a, a second season and I want them to either do a second season or someone Put them in another show together. Like I, they have amazing chemistry. But I think to your point, mm-hmm. where you is that you connect to them. I think one of the things about that is how the sh- how the show is shot. The director and the cinematographer and the DP do an amazing job with where they with camera placement. And and one of the things I've noticed with a lot of the newer K dramas, probably the ones from the last five years, there's a lot of attention being being placed um, at, on how things look aesthetically and it's like for this show in particular it feels like you're right there there's scenes like when you're like when you when they're in the in the room the living room for instance it feels like you're sitting across from them watching them the, the camera doesn't feel isolated like you're like a it doesn't feel like you're observing them it feels like you're like just there and watching these two people fall in love and together and one of my favorite scenes is when they're is when he gets the umbrella, and I thought that was like the smoothest move I've ever seen a man do. Where he <laughs> went to buy two umbrellas and he bought one, and they're just like walking down the street, and like the rain is falling, and they have this red umbrella, and like there's just this glow, like this this glow on them. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. But but then another thing I love about this show is with their emotions, like each character is allowed to express themselves. No one. But the two of them in particular, because there's other characters, there's auxiliary characters that do undermine them, their emotional um, stakes and their and their feelings. Like his sister, she, his sister and her mom in particular are very condescending and they, they devalue yeah. their their feelings. But between um, G, uh, Eugenia and Sojani, they they allow each other to. If they're both angry, they don't try to say you need to calm down. They're like, if you're angry, you be angry. If you're sad, you be mm-hmm. sad and I'll just be here for you. If you're happy, I'm going to be happy with you, right? And I appreciate that about the two of them. That's like why they're in my oh, top, yeah. probably top four couples. And yeah. and, and, to, oh, sorry, and so, but then going off from that, the other thing is with dealing with Nuna romance is a trope that I've noticed um, is, and this is going out through all of them, especially for the old ones, the male is always seen to be more mature, emotionally more mature than the, than the, than the woman. And normally that bugs me. Like I'm like she's older. Like um between the two of them, um, so Juni from what I calculated, he's about twenty seven because she's the same age as his sister, so she's ten years older. So she's about tw- thirty six, thirty seven, and he yeah he is more mature and she does seem more immature. But for her, there's a reason, and that's because of her parents. Her parents, the way she grew up, especially with her mom, her mom never built her self confidence. Her mom never said anything to like encourage her. So like the fact her lack of confidence actually makes sense to me. And I actually kind of related to that. So I'm like, okay, I can see why you doubt that this man loves you, why you doubt that this guy is going to be in love with you, especially if he's younger. She's going to think, I'm getting older. You, 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 when I'm ready for kids, you might not be ready for kids. So there's that. So there's always that discussion with Nuna Romances. And, and so then like uh, to go on then to my second favorite Nuna Romance would be, uh, which is also, and leading off from that is my, uh, Witch's Romance. So these are probably my top two K nuna romances which would be something in the rain uh you know i need to switch it up because i have to talk about encounter let me 
<laughs> you know, no, I want to contact a Richard's romance because a Richard's romance reader talk about the a significant age, um, age difference is a Richard's romance. So this one, like, there's a 14 year age difference. So yeah, I think this one is the biggest age difference that I've seen in a kid drama. And I thought it was pretty down handled really well. So the female lead is played by Um Jung Wah, as she plays Ban Yi um, Ba Ji Yeon, and the male lead is Park Soo Joon. Hey boo. Um, <laughs> he is so cute, and he um he's the guy from um what's wrong with Saturday Kim? So it's ah, the same okay. it's the same lead this, actor. This all makes sense. Oh yes, it is because I click. Uh, so the cool thing is, is on Vicky um and and Vicky because I know we've been saying Vicky. Vicky is a, is a streaming platform yes. that you can watch uh, K dramas on. Um. Vicky, they'll give you the name of the actor, and then you can click it, and it'll give you all the stuff. All their filmography, to, which so solves good. so many problems for me. <laughs> no Wikipedia needed. I just drop them all into what yeah. I want to watch. Now. So he's um he's also Secretary Kim is probably one of my favorite romance um dramas too. Um, so he plays Yoon Dong Wah. So he's twenty five and she's thirty nine. So there's a fourteen year age difference. So for and the reason I I segued into this is because um. Because because there's such a big age difference, like there is a there need they there needed to be a discussion about children, about career paths and that kind of stuff. And they and for me, I think this show handled it the best out of any that I've seen so far. Um, perfect and Carter, and Carter was slightly different in the fact that she was like, okay, I'm at this stage in my life. I'm 39 years old. I know what I am. I'm doing the job because she's a magazine ad, um reporter she's the lead reporter for a magazine and, a, and the head editor she's like i have the career i want i am where i want to be i there will be chances for advancements whatever and he's and she's like you're now starting your your you're now starting starting your life you're 25 you dropped out of college um because of something that happened and i won't spoil it for people because that's half the fun of drama of these k dramas is figuring out what the big tragedy in his life was that caused him to drop out of medical school um you know there's always there's always that a tragedy always good that is always good and that was so that was also one of the reasons why i liked secretary kim so much it was because like that draw that trauma just kept like weaving and i'm like i don't know where this is going but i'm highly invested and i need to know the answer you need to so what is this tragedy right so what we um so and um, so before you continue well i will be i will try my best not to spoil major plot points for these shows because those are one of the things about k-dramas i love is the plot twist. Oh my, some of them have like some amazing plot twists and it's like, you were like, what the, where did this come from? What, how? Uh. You know, they're like better done, um, they're better done novellas to me, right? Cause some of, some of like the twists and turns that happen are pretty out there, but like, I'm all there for the I know, ride. right? And some um, of you can And they're like better like... acted. Yeah. But it's like still, you're like, this is the this is part of the joy of it. It's so good. It's so good though. Like and that's the thing, because like I grew up on soap operas and, Me and too. Uh, telenovelas yeah. and stuff. And so I'm like, this is good, but the production value's mm -hmm. way up and the boys are way cute. Mm -hmm. Listen, let's be real. <laughs> right? Uh, and so for them, so so their big thing is like, cause she's already at a place where she's comfortable in her career and everything, and he's he has to decide what does he want to go back to medical school. And if he does, are they going to, it's going to be like eight years for him to become a specialist. And it's like, that's going to be time away from, not time away from the relationship, but that's going to put more, you know, strain on the relationship. So eight years, is he going to want to have a child in the time that he's at school? So like they have those kind of discussions and I appreciate it. And another thing about this couple is like with um, Something in the Rain, like they're playful. And they also are, have like, good God, 
There's us. There's like their kisses. Ugh, their kisses. This listen. Part if you've never seen a show with Park So Jun, this man when he kisses, he gets all into his kisses, he and I appreciate that. Like. Don't yes. stand there like a statue, barely touching lips, like like there's a plank of wood between the two of you. No, he gets all into it, and the both of them get into it, and I'm like, <laughs> praise be, I appreciate this, cause I get, I'm like, I got, I got flustered a few times. I'm like, Ooh, okay. Well, the, yeah, like the when I saw him in Sunday mm. Kim, the first time he kisses after like the build yes. up, I'm just like, oh my god, th- this man knows how to. Kiss. Yes, him. I like this. so Parker June. Um, oh my gosh, the guy from Jin Wook, um, Park Jin Wook from Healer, also in the K2. That's the same guy, the one I sent you. His, their kisses, okay, yeah, they have yeah. some of the best cave. Like, I know we're like going on like little mini tangents, but this is necessary. Okay, this is necessary. <laughs> their, their kisses are important to important. mention. This they need the- to be, in, they need to be, they deserve mentioning. Right, because like if you watch some of the older K dramas, like the kisses that some of these people do is like, am I supposed to feel something? Are you supposed to be making me? Yeah, like, no. I mean, and that's the thing, and I don't, and I will come back to this yeah, yeah. romance. But since we're in like this, this, this romance, this, this is a this part of it, right? If you're talking piece, about the chemistry, like, of the couples, it, and everything. So this is part of it, exactly. And that was something that um, that stands out for me with something in the rain over other mm-hmm. ones was when they're in the middle of the romance there are these like really really intimate scenes in the apartment that range from being super super playful and it's a super small apartment and they're adorable yeah. um to like actual like intimacy yes yes and I'm like this is so good and it's well done it's not graphic it's not like in the mm. states um which is perfectly fine um, but what I like about the Nuna romances is because I th- I think because they're older women, you're allowed to have more of this passion than say like some of the the younger couples that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, and I really really enjoy yeah. it because uh, ooh, I enjoy it. it. I, I think it, I think a lot of it comes because I'm very listen. I have no shame on it because I think like you, as I mentioned on for, in my introduction, I do thirst threads on twitter and i have no shame like the male the male body is amazing and like i appreciate and i watch a lot of tv and a lot of film and when i can see actors like we know it's acting but when i when they're they're trying to make you appreciate the characters that is all a part of it because if i'm watching a romance i want to feel like i'm watching a romance i don't want to feel like i'm watching like these two people and i'm like because i've stopped watching dramas for couples i'm like nothing for you therefore i will find something else to watch I've dropped dramas in like yeah. the middle of episodes and never got back because I'm like, uh, you bore me, um, right? <laughs> so I'm like, why am I gonna invest my time in something I, I don't just, enjoy? I, I just, I just want to see you on a bad date and be like, you bore me, <laughs> and getting up and watching. I do that. I'd be like, you bore me. Find, I'm gonna find another drama to watch, um, right? So, but that's the thing. That's the other thing about this couple in a witch's romance. Like they're, they and they do have their arguments. Like they have some like really good arguments and like even though. And there's a thing, so we're going to get into tropes. I'm going to get into a little bit of my negative tropes about Luna romances because uh, Witches Romances and and, and Encounter, and Encounter is going to kind of fall into this and is going to get into why one of my problems with Luna romances. Okay, so the thing with a lot of the Luna romances, especially the older ones, like because the guy is younger than her, they always do this thing where they're trying to infantilize them, where right? they're trying to make them, they always be like, oh, you kid, you baby, I raised you. Like, 
you know what I mean? I'm like, that frustrates me. I'm like, he's still a man. He's not 20. He's not whatever. He's still a man. He's, yeah, he may be 8, 10, 13 years, but he's still a full grown man with a job. Like, why? Like, that yeah. frustrates me. And so that's like, in A Witch's Romance, like, she cut that out quick. Like, he set her straight. He's like, listen, am I not a man? Like, when you kiss me, were you kissing a boy or were you kissing a man? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. And in Something in the Rain, like, in Something in the Rain, like, he did the same thing. He said, he's like, uh, do I seem like a man when I'm, like, like when you look at me, who are you seeing? I'm a man. Get it right. Get it tight. Like, and I appreciate that because a lot mm-hmm. of the old ones, like, they, they be like, kid, I'm calling them kid. And, like, that was my biggest problem with one called Watson Fox. The, annoy the hell out of me like she kept doing that for like up until the almost the last episode he'd be like he was like can you cut it out now like because there's this whole like i <laughs> frustrate me but so then so that's why i love something in arena that's why i love a witch's a, 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 yeah a witch's romance is how the couples develop so they develop very naturally if they have problems or obstacles they both work at them no my other top K drama is Encounter. Now, this is one that finished recently, and my God, is this show beautiful? Because it starts in Cuba, and I was in Cuba like a few years ago. And I'm like, I know these set locations, and I appreciate, but the the cinematography. And I talked about it a lot on Vicky, because with Vicky, you can like comment. You know, you can do, you can like, it's kind of like like tweeting, like you can comment and stuff. And I just kept everyone, like not only me, but everyone kept talking about the cinematography. Like this film is one of the most beautiful, beautifully shot things I've ever seen it's like that it's right up there with goblin and while you were sleeping for me for cinematography and editing like the editing for this show is flawless and for um, while you were sleeping to me if i had to go strictly on aesthetics for a k-drama it would be while you were sleeping on goblin would be tight because this i think the scene transitions i think the editing in while you were sleeping is like some of the best like that's cinema level editing right there yeah it is every piece, and and I think for me when it comes to that, it's uh, why you were sleeping and Mr. Sunshine, uh, which I still have not um, watched. Yeah, yeah, and then Miss, and I think it helps too because Mr. Sunshine, they're hour thirty minute episodes. Oh, they're that long. Um, they're they're twenty. Yeah, they're twenty four hour and thirty minute episodes. It's a lot of time, but they're movies. Like it is, it it's so good. Um, and and that's something that like I. It's it's also like this like you're talking about like this this um, the filmic quality mm-hmm. to the K dramas and the romances specifically. It's made it really hard for me to go watch American <sighs> television, so like especially like DC now. TV or CW <laughs> shows. I'm like, this is so bad. You're not even trying right now, and and I appreciate it for what it is. Like I loved Rain. I loved Rain mm-hmm. so much, but. <laughs> <laughs> going from something like while you were sleeping to American yep. television is such a giant gap it that it is extremely is, hard. A, a lot of people don't believe me when I say that until they start watching K-dramas, especially as they said, a lot of the newer ones, probably the last decade, five, up to five years. The production quality is insane, like, especially for the sci-fi mm-hmm. ones. In the sci-fi, like, to me, I think one of the best ones for production quality would be Healer. Um, that I've seen Healer and Memories of Alhambra. No, that show pissed me off because of the ending. But I will give them production quality. Like the gra- the, v- the VFX and the editing and the set design and everything is amazing in that show. 
that, that I, that's all it was about memories of Alhambra because yeah such a disappointing ending oh my god you and Ben deserve better Benny he deserved better than that the ending hurt. was so frustrating I'm be hurt so yeah much. right so going back on to production quality now Encounter which was which started airing in 2018 and ended in 2019 like two so this is February to so ended in January so this stars um Song Ye Kyo as Cha Soo Yun and Park Bo Gam Bo Gami hey another cutie as Kim Jong Yak. Now, for this is going to be the last new one I talk about because then we're going to go and talk on, talk about fantasy. Um, I love this show. So I talked about the production quality, but one of the things I love about this is the they this couple is another one that has really good chemistry, but it's like not necessarily for yeah, to me they have like sexual tension and chemistry, but for me for them, I think I don't know. For me, they have a really special. I, I get a, just to get a completely different vibe from them. And it's like I want to be friends with them. I'm like I want you to be real. <laughs> you know, so when you watch a film or a TV show, you're like, I wish this was reality. That's for yeah. me is like this. I want. I wish this was re. I wish this couple was real. I wish their friends were real. I wish this couple. I want to work for her company, her her hotel chain, cause everyone everyone looks fun. Um, I just want them. I wish they were real, cause I'm like my booze, my cinnamon rolls. I want to protect you. <laughs> I to me they just give me like a really different view from a lot of other couples, and I can't put my. I, it's like their their sexual chemistry, but their friend they're kind of like. The couple from something rain where they're all he's okay so her so she's a little bit more reserved because her background is she's a politician's daughter so and she married this chobal which is a, a guy so a chobal is a, a, a male um heir to a company so like you can have a company or a conglomerates and a chobal will be like the the guy who the person who would inherit the like the chairman's position so they, they come from money they're raising money they're expected to keep living in money so she married this guy to help her father's political career and then they got divorced and so but her for her just like um so she's very similar to jenna from something ran in the fact that her mother never gave her much encouragement like her mother always found something to complain about so she was always very self-conscious even though she's a ceo in a, in a hotel like she invested into this hotel and she built this thing it was like falling apart and so in her divorce she got the hotel as as her divorce settlement she didn't want money she's like give me the hotel and i'm gonna like take care of it so she did all of her research she built this thing practically from the ground up and so she she's a ceo she's a, a fantastic businesswoman but for her personal life she has no self-confidence in herself as a woman right and now and then yeah. but for the male lead, he is um jin yuk now played by part bogum now i've tried to remember the age difference six seven years because he was 29 and she's 36 so for uh, him they he's very fun and easy going he takes when things need to be okay so when things need to be serious he gets serious in like a heartbeat he'll be like oh i can be playful and fun but if something goes wrong he's like he's 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 very manly like he's a he's the kind of person that people would underestimate because he has like a young face or he seems so um, so fun. I think people think that he's a walkover, but he's not. And I love that about his character. I think the writers did an amazing job, like building, and he did an amazing job building this character. Where in like literally, like in a flash, he would be like, "I'm ready to knock someone out if I need to." That's what I loved about Hayden in Something in the Rain. Like he just went from adorable man to I'm I'm gonna protect my yeah. my woman. 
playing it just like at the top of the hat and for some reason like so one encounter is on my list Mm -hmm. already but hearing you describe him makes it makes it makes me want to watch it even sooner just because like the ability of an actor to be able to switch into those Mm -hmm. two things and still maintain a sense of self like not everybody no and it doesn't come over and it doesn't come over as and he doesn't make it overbearing, like where he's trying to be extra macho. He's like, no, this is who I am. I can't be both soft and hard if I need to be, right? And yeah. I love that about his character because for the female lead, for um, for Suyan, she underestimated that about him too. But then she quickly learned, like, I need to stop underestimating this man because he's not he's not a kid. He's a man, right? And like he introduces her to things like art. Like they have like he loves photography and art, and he helps her to see the he helps not that he gives her confidence but he supported her enough for her to become confident in herself he's like if you he's like you you can do this like and i love when you have characters that where you have male characters who are like i'm not going to do anything for you i'm going to encourage you to do this because i know you can do it yourself right and i love that about his character and and so for me the difference between these characters and the one is something in the rain because my biggest problem something in the rain is the mother is the mother she ruined that show for me. Like, if with take her out, that show would have been 10 mm-hmm. 10 for me. But the mother, oh my gosh, that was the biggest flaw in the show. The writers kept her being, uh, forgive my language, but a bitch. <clears throat> yeah. For way too long. There's no growth. She is just constantly that. From way. beginning to flipping end. Right? And, mm-hmm. but they kind of do, and they kind of do a switch to that in. Um, encounter where is like he puts his mother in her place right he's like and she does it too because her mother's the same way but he's like i love her and he's like i love her like i love you and he's like if you want me and he's like if i respect her the same way i respect you and he's like you need to accept that this is the woman i love and you need to accept that this is i'm not gonna give up on her and the way and he didn't do it in an insulting and disrespectful manner but he was like he was also but he was firm he's like I'm not going to give up on her, yeah. so you need to get with the program or deal with it or, like, that. that's on you. He's like, I, he's like, there's no compromise, there's no if answer, but he's like, it is what it is, so whether you deal with it or not, that's your business. And I love that about it because the thing with the Korean dramas is there's very few mother characters that I like, and his mother is one that I liked her, then I hated her guts. But then I liked her at the end because she started her shit out and she was like, you know what? I love my son. If I need, to, if I want to keep my son in my life, this is what I need to do. So that's one of the other things. I love how they develop. All the characters get uh, almost like a full arc. And there's a thing with her ex-husband. Now, he was a pleasant surprise. And he actually made me, I'm like, you know what? You deserve love too. Because normally you would hate the, ex, the exes. But I was like, you know what? I want you to find happiness. You, you deserve happiness because you're not a complete bastard. You know, you have redeeming qualities. All you need to do is get away from your mama and find a woman who loves you because she don't love you because Suya does not love you, man. So let that itch go. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's kind of, um, this like really goes in, this this goes in well into like what my, uh, my other favorite Nuna romance is um, because in I Need Romance, so I Need Romance or In Need of Romance. That's the third on one, right? Because there's three. Because there's I Need Romance 1, 2, and exactly. 3. So the one you're telling me about is 3, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 3. So there's 1, and then 2 is called I Need Romance 2012, which I like that one a lot too, but for different mm, okay. reasons. And then I Need Romance 3 is a Nuna romance in that you have... Um, 
We have Sin Ju Yeon, uh, played by Kim So Yeon, and then Ju Won, played by Sung mm-hmm. Joon. And essentially, um, Ju Yeon was the caretaker of this kid. They weren't necessarily yeah. friends, but his parents were really, really wealthy. Uh, Ju Won's parents were super, super healthy, wealthy. And when his mom, who's like really, really successful and is always working, wasn't there, Ju Yeon would take care of him. And so as a kid, he ends up leaving when he's nine to go to the mm-hmm. States. But while he's there, he develops his first love. Um, and so when he thinks back on this time, he sees this this beautiful friendship and she taught me what love is and all of this. But when Ju Yun thinks back of it, she remembers having to walk in the snow with this baby attached yeah. to her back because she had to make money. And it was completely different. And to her, he was just this sniveling little kid that she called sweet potato because he looked like a ba- uh, like a, a grilled sweet potato. Um, and so the really, really cool thing that happens, and it happens in like the first two episodes, is he comes back and he is a pop star now. Or like not a pop star, but like a DJ. And his he goes by the name Alan. And she is just infatuated. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I love you, Alan. But then he reveals, I'm actually Ju Won. <laughs> oh and God. she's like, oh no, sweet potato, I can't do I know. this. Um, and, <laughs> and so the, the entire thing is him just like kind of patiently waiting and being there for her. Like he lets her make yeah. her mistakes and he lets her do her because she has essentially sealed herself off because she's been in so many relationships that she's just like, I can't do this anymore, and I've accepted that I am a terrible yeah, person. Trash. But, and, and and we've all been there at some point. Like, it's me. It, yeah. It's me. I, I know I've been there. And it was really identifiable because it's like at some point you just start pushing people away before they leave to protect yourself. But no matter what she does, he's always there. And the really good thing in... Um, I actually haven't watched the first I Need Romance, but in both of the, in in I Need Romance 2012 and in in this one, I Need Romance 3, everybody has their own romance plot going on, all of the characters, and they're all really fleshed out, and you get invested in all of them. Um, And it's really, really well done, and I really liked their dynamic, except there were a lot of points, the only thing I didn't like was, I'm like, really, Juyun? He is he is making you food and he just bought all of this stuff for your house that you're living in together and now you're taking credit for all the stuff he's done in your house to win this other guy oh, over. What the hell are you oh, doing? She does that. And he is hot and he has like an eight pack and you're doing you're messing around over here. Um but it's it, it's really well done. The ending is great. Um, I mean, it, it's pretty predictable. Like, there aren't any big soapy turns or anything yeah, yeah. like that. Because um, it's me. really straightforward. But I enjoy it. Um, it was it was really good. And just kind of, um, it goes back to, like, that trope that you're talking about where, like, they just keep infantilizing um, the guy. And it really, it bugged me in this one a lot. But when they when they reveal that it's like, oh, she actually has terrible memories of their mm. childhood because she was working. Yeah. She was not like just his friend. And then it was like, okay, all of this kind of makes sense right. now. Um, so they did good a good job to kind of rectify that. Right. I, cause I watched the f- yeah, I watched the first episode because I think that I got to the part where he called her as himself. 
And she was like, oh, I don't have time for you. She hung up the phone. I think that was the part that I got. She was like, stop bothering me. Um, and then he was yep. going to move into her house as the DJ because he was moving under his name. So that's the part I got to in the first episode. But because um, right now I'm watching uh, My Name is Kim Samsung, which is uh, another Nuna romance. And that one stars uh, Yoon Bin. Hey, Binny. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really, like, that, this one is good too. Oh, so, okay. So what I love about this character because I'm not going to go much into it because I'm still watching it, um, Kim Samsung. But what I love is the female lead, Kim Samsung, is played by Kim Suna, which is also from one of my, one of my, um, not favorite, but it has one of my favorite scenes in a K-drama because it stars um, Lee Jung-wook, who's currently in, um, who was in Goblin as the Reaper and who's currently in um, Touch My Heart. Um, but the reason I am going to talk about her briefly is I think she's one of my top female favorite female characters in the K-drama in the fact she doesn't take shit from anyone not even him like she doesn't like if she she talks like she she has no filter like whatever comes to her mind she will say and she will cuss you clean out. and I and there's very few female characters like that in a K-drama like she don't she curses but like if if she's offended she will let you know that you've offended her if yeah. you're doing ignorance she'd be like you're being a complete fool right now you need to stop and she's like I have plans I want to do this like I love that about her character and she's she she's very like real and like to me she has a normal body size but they keep saying that she's fat overweight I'm like that is the weird stop. thing watching these watching watching K dramas because like I watched Oh My Venus and I'm like you're like you're not like you have a normal body yeah, type. Why are, you, why are you literally going on this entire adventure to because lose weight? weight is a huge like, thing in oh. South Korea? Unfortunately, they have where women are supposed to be thin and pale and wispy and like that's the only one of the few things that I want and I dislike about well not few but excuse me. <coughs> excuse me uh is the way they talk about women's sizes like so she's like to me Kim yeah. Samsung like they're like she's fat I'm like. She's literally my size, like a size eight, and she's tall, so like her weight is evenly distributed. I'm like, <laughs> people would call me obese if I was to walk over there. So that's that's how I felt watching Oh My <laughs> Venus. Like, I was like, oh god, what what? Are, I can't go to South Korea now. What are you gonna think about? I want to go. I'm going. I'd be like, listen, I'm gonna wear my my two dresses or whatever. You, you people <laughs> got a problem with it. This is your problem. You need to get the time to realize you have different body shapes. Um, but yeah, so that's the, but I love her character and she takes, she doesn't take anything from anyone and she, and they, and Kim Suna and Yoon Bin have great chemistry as well. He's a, he's a jerk though. He's a jerk. I'm I, like, but she starts him out when he does his, <laughs> when he does food, so she like puts him in his place in a, in an instant. She doesn't like, she doesn't let him walk over her. So that's one thing I love about her character. Um, so I think that's Ooh, it for my, I do. Uh, my Oh, Nunas, because I have more, but like, we got time. We got time for all of that. Yeah. But we <laughs> talked about, let me see, my positives. And oh, so I think one of the biggest things about Nuno Romance is why I, I like watching a lot of them is because we, for way too long, in both North American and, and, and European television, like, we always, there's no one finds anything wrong with an older man going around with a younger woman. But from the time it's an older yeah. woman or the younger man, even if they're like three, four years age, they're like, oh, she's old and whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like if it's okay for men, why can't it be okay for women? If what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, so that's one of the things I think is, is them trying to break the barriers because they haven't been that much, uh, but there have been a few more like consecutively in the last few years. So I think they're actually getting back onto that 
like the writers are realizing this is something that people want to see and people enjoy watching. So Encounter is the newest one, and I'm I'm hoping to get more of them. I I'm, I'm I think there's probably a couple more coming out this year, but I'm not sure. So that's something that we need to see because it it breaks out those stereotypes that older women are unattractive or undesirable, yeah. and um, that's something that North American TV needs to get ca- caught up on because I mm-hmm. can't think of any TV show currently shown in Canada or America where the main love love interest is between an older woman and a younger man. I can't either, and especially by like the this large uh, yeah, age gap. Yeah, encounter there. When like, is like 13, if you look? No, no sorry. Um, is my uh, which is romance's uh fourteen year age difference? Yeah, yeah. Because like even if you like, because if you look at like, I mean, I I love Grey's Anatomy for like the first ten seasons. Uh, now that's in season twenty or whatever. But like, that's always older mm-hmm. dudes, super young women. But you don't see it going the no, other way. And if and it's, um so and then even if it's always like some, they always make it more about the sex and sexuality like oh she's a cougar she's yeah. trying to get her sex on it's like no exactly for the k-dramas it's about they the romance it. right exactly like in america you have a fetishization of it whereas like an older man is just that's just yeah. what it is that's just what happens whereas a woman is a cougar and it's completely fetishized whereas like when you have it here like they explore some of like the issues like you said like kids and career paths and stuff like that but those are real romantic issues that happen and there's there's a reality in these romances that are so good that it's really great to see and I I completely agree there and that's one of the things that I really like um so I'm I'm currently watching romance is a bonus book Ah, on Netflix oh wait that one is a Um, lunar romance too yes 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 it is and um she significant I believe she's pretty pretty older than him too I think it's at least nine years um because she's in his she's in her late Mm -hmm. 30s and he's in his late 20s, I think. So I think it's at least 10 maybe, years, yeah. maybe. I could be wrong. But um, what I love about it is she's so strong in, like, this different way. Like, she... There's this line that she has in, I think it's, like, the second episode, where she says, I've cried enough this... I, I cried all my tears this last mm-hmm. year. Like, essentially just saying, I'm yeah. done. I'm done crying. Like, I have cried. I have lived it. My life was at the complete bottom. And you know what? All I can do is go up, and I'm not going to deal with yeah. this anymore. And it's just, it's so good to, like, just to see her. Like, she has power in herself, and she is doing stuff for exactly. herself. Um, and it's something that's really, really great to see. It's only on episode six now. Um, they release two episodes every Saturday, if you want to jump on that and talk about mm-hmm. it with me on Twitter. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it's really, really good. And it has one of my favorite guys... Um, where's his name? Uh, Lee Young, uh, Lee, uh, Lee, Lee Jung because he's in While You Were Sleeping, and oh, he was also in another lunar yes. romance called I Hear Your Voice. So that one has another significant age group. That one is um, 10 years age group. That Ooh, one, he's okay, and I, oh, yeah, that one is a 10 yeah. year. That one is a thing because he was 19, 20, but they met, they knew each other from like years okay. ago, but then they met back up when he was about 19. He's in high school, but the thing is, like, that sounds awkward, but then when you look at it for Korean um, high schools, like, they stay in, like, high school, like, long, because they do, like, a whole bunch of courses that, like, so that when they get into college, they, they have, like, a whole bunch of courses covered, so they actually stay in yeah. school, like, up to 19, 20, 21 years old, so when you read this now, so you're, like, high school student, I'm like, eh, but then you're like, okay, he's not, like, 16, 15 years old, like, he's yeah. a man, but... That one is uh, that one is also really good too. That one, um, they also have really good chemistry as well. 
um and so i hear your voice so that's another one you guys can check out so we're going on to move into case category which is fantasy fantasy <laughs> oh we have to talk about fantasy because K dramas do it so well so so well so i want to start with the mo i guess let's just start with while you were sleeping because we were just talking about lee jung sook and he is in While You Were Sleeping. And While You Were Sleeping, if you want to watch it right now and you have Hulu, you can do it. Oh, it's, it's on Hulu on there. Um, It's ah. on Hulu. That's how I watch ah. it. Um, it's really, really good. It focuses on, let me get her name. Uh, so we follow uh, um, Nam, Nong Hong Joon, played by mm-hmm. Bae Suzy. And she, when she falls asleep, she has dreams of the future. And she's been having this since she was a kid. And it eventually leads to her meeting uh, meeting uh, Jung Jae Chan, who is played by Lee mm-hmm. Jung Suk. And their paths intersect in that um, uh, what, is it? what happens? Like I, I don't I don't want to say too much because an I feel accident. like if I say okay. what makes this them is come, one of the shows that you okay. really can't spoil it because this show has yeah. amazing plot. It it unweaves and, so, um, and when wow. I was about to say how they get like what actually connects them like that's a yeah you so, like, can't just, just watch can. the show it's just it it's so good they they come together in an accident in a car accident um, and you just see how their lives intersect um, throughout um, but the really cool thing here that I like is you have this use of premonition yes. and foretelling that is not like over the head. It's, like, used practically. Like, if I knew where my crush was going to be going on his bus ride and I knew it was going to rain, I'd show up with an umbrella. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's at the beginning. So, like, <laughs> like, nice fall. That, one. that was, like, in the first episode in the first few minutes. So. Yeah. Well, not first few minutes, but it's in the first episode. Yeah. It's the first episode. Yeah. Um, but, no, you, you all should watch it. It is really, really good. Um, but it's, it's, it's this concept of taking um, – it has like this deep, deep, fantastical grounding, mm-hmm. but it is all very real. So like all of it, like they're real characters, mm-hmm. they're real situations, and you're just watching this fantastical thread weave them all together. And that's what makes it really, really beautiful storytelling. Right. It's that and also... What's it? What's it? And the, 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 the relationships between the characters... So like mm-hmm. one of my favorite one of my favorite things is is okay so it also stars um my boo from something in the rain so he's kind of like the yes. third he's kind of like what you call the second lead so there's this thing called yeah. second lead syndrome in K dramas where you kind of fall in love with the second male lead and you kind of want him to be with the first Which I did. Yeah, you love him yep. I love him too that's our yep. boo from something in the rain <laughs> jogging in and it's like uh and but like i love his character and he's in love with the female lead which is totally understandable but the thing is with him is there's no jealousy and i mm-hmm. love that about he's it selfless and, but the thing is is both him and um him both him and jay chan they jay chan knows that he likes that that he likes mm-hmm. her. Um, Hongju, right? But there's no animosity between them. There's none of this whole machismo, mm-hmm. this no, none of this toxic masculinity where they're like trying to get her attention. He's like, she's that's she chose you, and I'm gonna respect that, 
right? And they're, yeah. and and, they're and still like, best and friends. And, like, they hang out like friends. Know, right? Yeah, they hang out like friends. They're best friends. They sit and they eat mm-hmm. together. And it's, they're there for each other. And it's, like, this idea that, like, everybody in the main yeah. cast, right? Like, or like our, our leads, our protagonists, not our antagonists, but our protagonists have each other's best interests at heart. And that's all they care yeah. about. And there's something that is just so pure and good about it that makes it um, makes you really root for them as they start fighting these other forces uh, around them. Yeah, it's I I, I don't want to talk too much about this show because I think this show has one of the best. I don't think I've seen a sh- no no I'm, I take that back because Healer has a pretty good way how they use small small little items like small things that you think are inconsequential to the plot and they bring it right back in and you from like 10 episodes ago yeah. you be like oh snap that's what is happening you be like you i thought that was mm-hmm. like a throwaway sentence or that that thing that they looked at was in was unimportant but they bring it back and you're like that's yeah. amazing nothing is insignificant nothing in, in the show, show nothing if the snow falls <laughs> the snow means something yeah right? i i just love that show i love it i think it's probably my t- after Goblin, While You Were Sleeping is my second favorite K-drama. Like, I just love it. Like, I love the cast, the acting, because it has one of my favorite addresses. Um, So this, uh, so I just have to mention him because it's Kim Wan-A. So he's from Stronger Dubonsu. So he's the addressee in, um, that works in the office. So he's the one, the, the flamboyant one, the gay guy. And yeah. he's amazing. This actor is one of my favorite actors. Um, Kim, he's amazing. I just have to give him props because he's like, ugh. I just love this actor. <laughs> he's so good. Um, and then, uh, so going into the next one that I have, and this is so, uh, While You Were Sleeping and uh, The Legend of the Blue Sea are my two favorite shows right now because I haven't seen Goblin because mm. Carolyn just gave me the link to it. But I could not find a service that had it, <laughs> so I still have not because been initiated into the Goblin. Drama Fever shut down. So... It was only on Drama Fever, and Drama <laughs> Fever shut down to my despair. Um. So Carolyn will cover Goblin after we cover a Legend of the Blue Sea, which is about a mermaid hey! and a realistic one too. <laughs> it is about exactly. It is about a mermaid who. Uh, it is about a mermaid and the man she falls in love with. And you see, um, you get told two stories. You get told a story um, back, I think it's Joseon period. I, th- I want to say it's the Joseon period. Yeah. Um, getting told, yeah. Uh, you get a, sto- get a story being told during the Joseon period between a man and a mermaid. And then you have a current story um, in our current time being told about a man and a mermaid. And through as the show develops, you see the pieces, how they how they link together and how the love like the love has lasted over lifetimes. But the really, really cool thing that you see here is um, I, there's like that born sexy yesterday, uh, born sexy yesterday trope that gets really, really played um, where you just have like um, you have this really, really beautiful woman who knows nothing and all she is is just beautiful and everybody is taking care of her and i hate it so much um and this show could have easily fallen into that because she's a mermaid that comes on land um but it doesn't like the entirety of the show she takes care of her Mm -hmm. business and whenever somebody tries to help her she just looks at them like why exactly why are you helping me 
Like, I can do this. And then what even happens in the very first episode, she is the one pulling everything off. And um, and her name is, uh, she's, uh, her name is uh, Shim Chung. And she's played like, Jun, uh, she's Jun played Hyun. by Jun Ji Hyun. Uh, yeah, Jun Ji Hyun. And then um, uh, Hale Jun Jae, or uh, I don't know. Ho Jun Jae? H-E-O? Ho Jun Jae is... Yeah, Lee Mino, and I, oh, I love Lee Mino. He's so great. Um, he is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I took care of those people. Or, oh, yeah, 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 I got us away from that. And she's just kind of like, eh, okay. But you see her, <laughs> and you see her in the background just taking care of business. And it is, and it continues throughout the entire show. Like, she is, she is unaware of what the world has, but she learns quickly, mm-hmm. and she isn't frightened yep. by it she keeps moving through it and she adapts. And that is something that I have not seen done. And you know what? People give me shit for not liking Wonder Woman so much, but that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Wonder Woman because there was a lot of the Born Sexy Yesterday trope and it wasn't necessarily done well. Here, you never for once get the sense that he has to protect her. And she is in control and it is amazing. And I just, I love it so much. And the mermaid design is Yes, I love her mermaid outfit because it doesn't look tacky and it like, it makes sense and it looks so good. And she used, because like it's a real fin that they put on her and she works that fin really well. And I I love this, this, uh, one of the things like that bugs me about um, some K-dramas is how they make the women seem like incompetent, like they can't handle. And that's another thing with, Nuna romances that bugs me is that you, the woman is older, so like what the that what it really bugged me with the WhatsApp Fox. She's older, and yeah, she's it, like when they had sex was her first time, and she was thirty three. But like, you may even though you don't have you have never had sex, that doesn't mean that you're like you don't know what how sex is done. You don't know how to. That doesn't mean yeah. you don't know things like that. Is like you know what I mean? Like I hate that, but. Or you're incapable of like uh, any friend passion, for the chemistry right? of friend like, for intimacy. Yeah. Like, why did you kiss me? Uh, because he wants to have sex with you. Why are you acting like he's trying to rip your like? No, like like. Yeah. But for her, she she wanted him to kiss her. And she's like, she's like, you know what I mean. And that's one of the things I love. About, like so, like let me see. Goblin was like that. Um, while you were sleeping was like that. Legend of Busey, Blue Sea. Um, another fantasy one that I'm going to talk about briefly, um, My Love from the Star. Like, these female characters, like, they own their sexuality. They're not afraid to, like, engage in intimacy, right? And I love that about mm-hmm. her character in um, Legend of the Blue Sea. Like, she's, like, she's very take charge, and she like, if something needs to be done, she's going to figure out how to do it herself. Yeah. Like, ugh, so good. Oh, yeah. And it was, and I cannot recommend this highly enough. Um, I fell in love with it. So and it was also like seeing a lot of the period, uh, the period mm-hmm. costume, and I was like, okay, I gotta go watch more periods now. And then Kingdom <laughs> came out, and it, that was perfect for me. <laughs> um, and then I watched Mr. Sunshine, and like I'm just like, okay, give me all the period yeah, clothes. Give me all please. the fashion. These are gorgeous. The oh, the fashion. We haven't even talked about the fashion. We can yet. probably see that for the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's save for there. Okay, you go, go go into Goblin now. Okay, uh, my love for Goblin knows no bounds. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I love this show. I okay, so let me give you a synopsis of Goblin because <laughs> I gotta pause for a gush. Um, so it's called Goblin: The Lonely and Great God. So the premise for the show is Kim Shin, which is played by Yu Gong, my boo from Train to Busan and from Coffee um, Coffee Prince, one of the best gay dramas I've seen, 
is a goblin who is a protector of souls. He lives together with an amnesiac Grim Reaper, played by Lee Dong Wook, who is currently showing in Touch My Heart, who is um, who is in charge of taking deceased souls to the afterworld. And so together, the two of them see the dead off into the afterlife. Meanwhile, Ji Yoon Tak, played by Kim Go Eun, is a high school student who, despite her painful reality, remains optimistic. She ends up falling in love with the go with goblin Kim Shin. Now again, remember I explained that when you see Sunday's oh I just got Sunday's when you see the word high school student in a plot synopsis you get like eh <laughs> but again she's nineteen turning twenty so it's like not this gross inappropriate thing where she's um fifteen sixteen going with this man no none of that yeah. um so I love first thing first can I oh no we we're gonna talk about the fashion after because I think this has this has one of my favorite. Uh, wardrobes ever in a K-drama like the men can wear these <laughs> coats and these suits but the thing I love about this show is he because of his um because Goblin Kim Shin he has this kind of solitary existence because he's immortal he was killed and he was cursed by a god for 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 killing someone that was because he had, uh, no this is a plot point I can't spoil it okay so he was cursed by a god with immortality <laughs> so he was living so he's about 900 years old at the start of goblin and he finds out he has this connection this um predestined connection with um untak so like their connection is like he his job is to be her protector because she has a tattoo on her neck that if something happens like it kind of like like lights up and like he teleports because he can teleport he has like power so he can teleport he can move things with he has telekinesis he has this magical sword which is which is totally awesome and he's like super strong and he and he has like almost like a photographic memory because everything that he has read or he's seen throughout his life he remembers with like perfect clarity so if he read a book like 800 years ago he can remember everything from the book if he saw something happen 800 years ago he can remember it with like perfect clarity so like that's one i guess you could say one of his powers but he has this lonely existence because it's just him and the green reaper and they have kind of like an uneasy friendship at first so when he meets untak like she's kind of like bubbly and lively and she's like he, he he acts like he like she's bothering him because he's like why are you hanging around me why are you always turning up and she's like I didn't turn up you're the one who turned up right she's like you're the one I he's like you summoned me she's like no I didn't he's like yeah you did so like they start to like and it wasn't immediately a romance like they started as friends and like she's like I'm gonna help you to like loosen up and that kind of stuff and I, I appreciate that because he doesn't treat her like a child like he treats her as an adult as his equal and yeah, he can protect her, but if something happens, she's like, I can handle it myself as well. And I love that about the relationship. And he does step in if he needs to, but he'll like watch it. He'll be like, do I need to step in? And he'll do that. But one of my favorite things about this this drama, which a lot of people love, is the bromance. And this is between Reaper and Goblin. They they are hilarious. This is one of the funniest dramas. <laughs> it's, fa it's a fantasy, but like I didn't expect the comedy. It is freaking hilarious. And they get into these little arguments and they're always like snipping at each other and it's and it's amazing. It's beautiful. The cinematography is gorgeous. The special effects are really, really good. The fashion. The fashion. <laughs> I want everyone's wardrobe. Give me all the coats. Give me all the jackets. Give me everything. It's the same with I because I told you this before. Some of my favorite clothes is in from Encounter and from yeah. 
a witch's romance. In a witch's romance, I want every single outfit she wore. Give it to me. <laughs> but I just love this show. It's beautiful. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It makes me cry. I've seen it three, four times already. And every single time, I am a bawling, weeping mess of <laughs> tears. It's not rolling down. I'm just in my feels, clutching a cushion. But I, I love it. Like... Give me, give me all the emotion. Give me, I get emotionally invested in these romances, in these shows. I do. And this is one of the things I love them. You tear, you tear my heart up, but you repair it. You know. Oh yeah, that that's how I've been. Like I, I watch these, sh- and it's been one of those things. Like because I've been having like a really stressful time. It's been like, well, I want to watch a K drama because I'm throwing all of myself into yes. that show. Like, when I watch it, I am entirely invested. I'm not thinking about Nothing. other things. I'm just going with them. And, which sucks, because <laughs> at the end of Mr. Sunshine, mm. I cried. I found out like, what happened that most... I couldn't believe. I'm like, no. That's one of the reasons that I don't want to watch oh. it, because I'm like, no, I need to watch happy Girl. feelings. I need happy feelings. <sighs> Girl, reading it and watching it, because I read ahead. I read ahead because I was curious. At, like, oh, my God, this is 24 episodes. This is the longest K-drama that I've seen. Um, I was like, oh, I'm just going to read ahead for a second. It's a history, historical period. Oh, whatever. I read. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then You're I right. watched it. sucks it. even more now. Oh, my God. It, it is so tragic. And it pulled my heart out. And I cried so mm. much that, like, two hours after the show was You're gone, still I crying. was walking around the house. <laughs> and I could feel... Just like everything, like all the pain in my face from all crying it. uncontrollably, oh, it's so real. and like I would think about it, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, that really it happened!" It, it yeah, hurts. it's it's That's, good, it's good, and the and and the main and the main uh, the main female character is amazing. Yeah. She's so cool. Um, but. But still, it gives you like the catharsis. Heart. I think that's what like Goblin. It doesn't like Goblin doesn't end Sally, but there's a few episodes like I'm a sobbing mess. That's like with same thing happened with an encounter. There's like a couple of episodes where I was like, I I cannot rewatch like for encounter. Like I would literally like watch one two episodes because it, it came on one episode one day and then the second episode the second day and I would literally, literally watch the episodes before they were even sub finished subtitles i'd watch them strictly with like just the korean and then i'd watch them again at the end of the night with the subtitles but there's two yeah. episodes where i'm like i cannot rewatch you because it hurts too much <laughs> but and then there's a while you were sleeping there's a scene you know the one i'm talking about where i felt oh. i was a weeping mess i'm like oh, i was i I I yelled and Matt ran into the room like, oh my god, oh my god, are you okay? And I was like, he's just like, he's like, are you crying because of that yes! show? I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Do you know what just happened? <laughs> you don't, like you don't understand. Like you, and he just looked at me like, okay, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over there, and uh, I'll console you when we cuddle in the it, it, so to go to real. sleep. But right now, I can't be like this. This is this confusing, is... and I'm just like. Bawling. Like a full um, that's one one of the reasons I refuse to watch Scarlet Heart Rio because I know what happens and I refuse to let my heart be torn out like that. I refuse. I absolutely <laughs> refuse. But I'm trying to think if there so like when I think about K dramas and like romances, I think the only ones I haven't I haven't cried during uh, okay, so the I need romances ones, I didn't cry. I didn't cry in Secretary Kim. No, because there's and... no reason to be Secretary Kim to cry. Yeah, no. there's no reason to cry in there. 
I didn't. Cr- I haven't. Cr- I haven't cried in romance mm-hmm. as a bonus book yet. Probably um, though. For some like this, there's probably going to be an episode where like th- there's going to be something. There's going to be something. Um, I did cry in something. Yes, I cried, I cried it probably so like hard. Times. Yeah, and it's not even like anything incredibly tragic that happens. It's just Your like emotions. I'm so invested in this relationship. And I'm. I feel like I'm. Like I. I, well, I related. I cried because okay. I related to her a lot about the whole lack of self confidence. Because I yeah. used to be like I used to have a lot of self doubt and that kind of stuff. So I'm like I see. I saw mm-hmm. a lot of myself in her. So I cried a lot and I got a lot of emotional. And another one that really tore. That really had me in like oh a, a puddle was another fantasy one. My love from the star. Oh like listen, like the last two episodes, sobbing mess because it ends happily, oh. but. These writers know how to just like take your heart and squeeze it and like I'm gonna make you feel these emotions. I'm going to make <laughs> you feel them. And I I'm like, yeah. That one left me. My sister came and I saw me in the bedroom clutching and bawling my eyes out in my pillow. I'm like, yeah, you don't understand what just happened. You don't. Gosh. Okay. So if you're listening. And you're looking for a show to throw yourself into with great production quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick up a K-drama. There are plenty of options on Hulu and Netflix. And there is a free subscription for Vicky. Um, the commercials suck and they are bad. I will timed. tell you, it's actually worth it to get the, to pay the, to get, to pay for the what's it i have the premium i don't think but i think it'd be like six dollars is it like the plus, the plus. It's like, yeah vicky plus, plus and, and you don't pre- get yeah. the commercials so that one so that one is thing because you can yeah. that's you can actually comment on the the video so vicky has this really cool this neat thing where you can actually press a click on the it's on the top right hand side of the screen and like you can actually you can turn on a turn off comments so this is where you can see people commenting on the show and you can add your own comments so like so this is fun if you watch if you watch a drama now and then you comment and then like Two months later, you can come. You can rewatch because I've done that. You can rewatch and see your own comments, and then see people actually see people actually responding to your comment. Um, so they'll be like at LC, so that means at the last comment. So you'll see people actually responding to your previous comments. But I think it's actually worth it to pay for, so you don't get not only uh, not only the commercials, but you get like to you get to be able to comment, and you get like you can actually get like prizes and stuff. But I don't get because I'm in Canada and we get stuff to you a lot. Boo. But if Vicky is a fantastic service. Um, there's another one called It Coca-Cola. also offers sub... I was going to say, too, it also offers, when you read subtitles, uh, you can put on learning yes. mode, where it'll put the Korean above Bangu, the yeah. English subtitles, and when you hover over it, it'll actually tell you what that word is gives, translating yeah. and how to pronounce yeah. it. It's really, really I, cool. I use that um, sometimes. One but... of... Yeah, because I use it too. I use it because I'm learning Korean. I'm learning Korean now too, and I can read Hangul. I I just need to work on my vocabulary and find out what the words actually mean. But it's a very helpful tool, and I I just think the reason one of uh, like one of the reasons I love K drums is because it helps. It's a great tool to learn about other cultures. Yeah, some things are tropes and like it's mm-hmm. fantasy. It's like not reality, but there's a lot of things that you still learn about their about their culture and about different things and. Yeah, we were talking mainly about romances, but there's like a whole other, there's like a whole oh, bunch of other so genres. Much more than you this. Have, you have, there's crime, there's crime and there's um, psychological thrillers, there's sci-fis. Like one of my favorite sci-fi ones is, um, um, is that a sci-fi? No. Um, 
kind of like mystery, which is like healer, and then you have like lawless lawyer, which is that's more like then you legal have... drama kind. Because they have like legal dramas and and mysteries yeah. and horrors and then thrillers. Like one of my favorite one is Sketch, starring Rain. He is so good looking. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff, and we didn't really talk about it. But the fashion, like, if you want to see like people, men that know how to wear suit, my gosh, you need to watch a K drama. Yes. What's wrong with Sakurai Kim in particular? Like every suit that that man wore. Oh my god! Every every close up of that man's waist where he flips the suit back <laughs> to put his hands He's on his so hips extra. or in his pockets. I was like, oh, he can wear suit. Oh my, my god. god, this is so good. It's it's great. There there's a lot there, and if you don't like, like 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 Carolyn said, this is just one of the things we just talked about. Like uh, you know, romances and a little bit of fantasy, but there's so much more out yeah. there. Um, so so much more. Um, oh, I have a yeah. question though. Would Secret Affair be considered a Nuna romance? Yes. No, yes. Right. Or Secret is Affair yes? with okay. um with Yuain, um who was also in Burning. Yes. Yeah, that's a Nuna romance. Yes. Okay. So briefly. Briefly, I'm going to get into this one. Good God, the chemistry. Good it God, the chemistry. The first time he plays what? the piano with her, I was like, what? Oh, my God. What? Listen. Yeah. Woo, I, listen. I have never, like, the two, and when the two of them play together, it's like, what is happening here? Like, yeah. You can cut the sexual tension with a knife. It's like, good lord. It it's pretty much basically. Sex. That they, it it's pretty piano much sex. sex. <laughs> it's 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 phenomenal. I and mean, like the amount of chemistry that two actors <gasps> have to have to have to what? do that. They're just playing the piano, fully yes. clothed. <laughs> And if anything, I would also say who uh, another couple that has amazing chemistry is in the K two, and it's not even the main lead. Uh, this is it's not even the main characters. It is the it's the main lead, and then there's this this she's the antagonist basically. She's like basically the villain, the villainess. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind if he got with the with the the bad guy. Like I'm like this is the one time I would not mind if the 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 lead the hero got with the villain because. Damn, they had, there's a scene where they have, and he has her pinned against the wall. He's threatening her life. But I'm like, I should not find this sexy, but I do. Not gonna lie, there's something about, like, walls where I'm just like, Because that's the thing, you can drums are to push you against the wall. So, okay, so the lead is okay. Ji <laughs> Wook, and he's a, he's a great, great kisser. And the, the lady that I'm talking about <laughs> is Song Yuna. No, they... They would be a Nuna romance if they were to ever start in a show together as a couple. It would be a Nuna romance because she's older. But I want it. I want them in a romance because, woo! My 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 uh, my 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 computer screen might fog up. I swear to you, like I am not even joking. <laughs> That's in episode one or two. Even if you don't watch the rest of the show, if you can find a clip of that scene, my, not even every scene they had together. Is like ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like the director should have been like, you know what? How about we switch you, put you as the lead, the the, the, the female lead, and take the girl who's supposed to be the heroine and put her as the villainess because I don't really care about her. But we like I would have done that. I'm telling you, I would have done that. Oh, okay. Whew. So, yes. uh, final thoughts, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> 
if we can if we can pull this all together um okay uh let's do this let's give a final th- i guess we've kind of talked about what we love about k-dramas um what would be two k-dramas that you would recommend to somebody looking to get started I would recommend for romance in which because um, the, the thing is is there, there's different types. In anything, okay, so really. I would definitely recommend um, Stronger Dubon Soon. Now the reason I recommend Stronger Dubon Soon is as I said, what really got me into it is I, what took me out the first time I watched it was because of the graphics and the sound effects. And even in some K dramas, like even in like ones that have a serious tone, like you hear like little sound effects, like people would be blinking, yeah. or you hear like a dog barking, you'd be like, what the hell? But I think they do it as a way to like lighten the mood, which. It, and it may seem weird, but even in like a thriller like um, Black, it actually works. Yes. It, it's like you're like, you know what? <laughs> like the little sound effects actually don't take me out of it. So I would recommend Stronger Dubon Soon for that. Because if you can get past that, any everything else is, cake, is a cakewalk after. And then the second one, so like Stronger Dubon Soon is more lighthearted romance. Um... And then I would also recommend Black. So the reason I would recommend Black, Black because it's dark. And so it's like the two spectrums, like the two opposite sides of the spectrum that I would recommend. So there's Black. And that one I also recommend because it's, these are supernatural and it deals with um, grief and death. And that one also has a really good plot twist as well. So, or while you were sleeping, those three. Yeah, I would use those three to so, introduce people. Uh, t- Two of mine will be the same, uh, Black and While You Were yeah. Sleeping, because um, I think Black also offers, um, it offers a lot of physicality, mm-hmm. so a lot of fight choreography, yes. some action, mm-hmm. thriller, crime, like it ha- it's kind of everything rolled into one, and even a romance. Yeah. Um, and then, which I've just got into that part. I still haven't finished Black for some reason, but it's amazing from what I've seen, yeah. um, and I, I need to finish it. Um, but that is something that's really accessible and hits on like all mm-hmm. points in one show. Um, while you were sleeping, I highly recommend because the the level of storytelling is so so good. Um, and then I would also recommend uh, probably probably Legend of the Blue Sea yeah. just because it's it's really fun. Um, you get uh, you get uh, like heist. Like mm-hmm. the hi- you get a little bit of heist in there. Um, it's th- those; those would be the ones that I would yeah. recommend. Yeah, um, I I agree. And- yeah, because if I was to do fantasy, apart from Legend of the Blue Sea, I would also do My Love from the Star, which has the same actress, and that one. Mm-hmm. Now, now that one, as I said, it tore my heart out in a couple episodes, but that one also has really good production quality as well heck even the intro is one of the best intros i've seen like the graphics like the way how they do the scene transitions in the intro is like that one's from 2013 that one is really good and i was thinking another one if you want something with action if you want to start out with something with action sketch sketch is like the fight choreography in sketch is so good and the the two main actors they did they did their own stunts because rain is from ninja assassins that's Rain. him. The guy from Ninja Assassin. Oh my god! I love that man. So I love him so, so much. <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters. Uh, you, I, I tried and, watching it in theaters and I couldn't oh. see. We had tried watching on VHS, could not oh. see. Tried watching it on a DVD, did not see. It was like the director forgot to turn on the darn lights because <laughs> everything is so dark. It's a little dark. Yeah, <laughs> you can barely see the action. What's going on? But like, so but, sketch is another great one because that one is like um, action. 
mystery crime thriller because he's a police officer and he's trying to try to catch this serial killer-ish kind of guy. And but the fight choreography is fan freaking fantastic, and the fact that the two actors do their own stunts makes it even more believable, and everything is super real. Great storyline, great writing, great um, cinematography. The way how the scenes, the fight scenes are filmed, are is really good. So if you want something in that genre, I would recommend Sketch. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for getting together with Anytime. me and talking about K dramas. We have to do this <laughs> again like soon. So I know we, really we do because there's so much more we need to talk about. Oh gosh, that we really would be should good. start a K pop a K drama podcast. Like a different trope every episode. A different, you know what? That that's a good idea. Even a different trope are just like covering episodes, like just like episodic recaps, because there's so many coming out at the same Ooh. time. So we can do our favorite yeah. ones. If you do biweekly, we can do like our favorite. Um, if you're watching the show, we can do like our favorite moments from an episode, like whatever. Like I just want to talk about. It. I just love talking about K dramas. I do. I do too. I really do. Really and I am hoping that everybody listening here is ready to get into K-dramas or already loves them and are going to comment on this episode's tweet and tell us your favorites yes. and tell us why. And also come in with some thirst mm-hmm. for us so we can all love these beautiful, beautiful men Yes, together. because God bless whoever, God bless the, the directors when they realize, you know what, the middle body is amazing and instead of getting women's boobs flashing all, that's another thing I appreciate about K-dramas. In North American shows, it's always about the woman's sexuality. No, K-dramas is about the man. And there's this thing called the official that's third rule where there has to be a steamy shower scene with a male lead shower and by God bless you, K-drama directors. That's what I was going to say. Like, the last three K-dramas that I have watched has ha- have had at least one shower scene, like, every three Legit. episodes. And I'm just like... And the majority of them oh, do. It's so good. The K-2, the one from <laughs> K-2. Oh. And then there's the and then there's my favorite one percent of something. Oh, that man is funny. Also, super small, but, like, one of the things I've really learned to appreciate, too, is when they're reading text messages in mm-hmm. K-dramas, they'll pop it up on so the screen. So you can see. And it's, it, it's in... Yeah, it's in Korean, but like they'll pop up like the message, and now the message is read, and then they read the message over, so you don't just have like random person looking at. Yes, phone. you can see. You actually have like the images on there, and it's yeah, so you'll good. see like the emojis it's, it's and like everything. A thing. Yes, it, it's like a little tiny thing, but it just works to immerse you so much it's, more. It makes you feel exactly. like you're getting. Oh, that and text. so then we also have to. So this is we're gonna end now but i have to shout out to the, the subreds for vicky because the subreds for vicky are amazing because they actually give you the translations for things like text messages and they give you oh, they do that okay. like if a, they're like because they show the text messages on the screen they'll actually tell you what the translation is and like if someone makes like a reference to like a, a allegory or something they'll and if it's like a korean idiom they'll actually tell you what it means and i appreciate that so props if any subreds are listening like props to you guys for that because it actually helps you to understand the culture better that is really yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? So again? you can find me on Twitter talking about K-dramas. And if you want to talk about K-dramas or if you need any recommendations, come to me at CarrieCNH12 on Twitter. Um, you can listen to my podcast. So here's what happened. At SHWH underscore POD pod, which is hosted by the By What Though podcast community and like that and that show my me and my co-host lanisha we discuss our top tv film and book re, re- recommendations for the month and our one for january included kingdom which is a k-drama horror series mini because it's six episodes and um we've also we've 
yeah, like you can find me on Twitter talking about that. Like you can follow our podcast and listen to me talking about TV shows and about films and about books and that's what I do. And uh, currently, if you want to know what I'm currently watching, I'm currently watching as of tonight. I might finish it because I have no work tomorrow. I'm watching My Name is Kim Samsung, but also Touch My Heart. And it's hard because it's showing by it's showing weekly. And watching a K-drama weekly is emotionally exhausting because you can't wait for the next episode to load up. And you have to wait a whole week. It's torture. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> I am currently watching Memories of Alhambra. Um, however, now I'm worried because you said it ends it bad. It doesn't end bad. It's literally the last two minutes of it. I'm like, no. Give me okay, a season two. Okay. okay, that's fine. Because that's how I was with uh, with Altered Carbon. I loved the show up until the very, very end. Yeah, I was like, right away. And are you I was doing? like, why are you doing this? And if anything, you know what? We should do a thing because we can talk about that. Because then we can talk about female shows. Because I'm sure there's something you'll notice that I had a big problem with um, uh, Memories of Alhambra. Ooh, that writer but yeah but <laughs> but that show is worth watching if you like sci-fi and if you like things with good vfs because the premise of it is actually really good it has a really good premise and i hope they do a season two so it gets explored more um but yes yeah oh and um if you don't know netflix is doing a lot of uh netflix original k dramas mm-hmm. now so you have access to them um so Get in mm-hmm. on it. Pe- get into it. It's, it's there for you. Um, and you can find uh, the podcast at But Why the PC on all of the social medias. Interact with us. Tell us what you think, what your favorite K-dramas are. Definitely pick Carolyn's brain for some recommendations. She is spot on, and it got me to my love of K-drama where I am today. Um, and you can find me at Oh My Myth Randier on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um and that's it. That's the Thank show. you so much, guys, for listening. I recommend share with your friends. Yes, yes. And thank you so much for coming on. Of course, Caroline. you know me. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> <laughs>